Kimberly and Megan, and you've entered room 237. The bonus. Last week we did Final Destination. I mean, so. So. What are we going to talk about, obviously? Obviously. We're going to talk about real life cases, people surviving death. Right. Right. So before we get into it, just a little note. There are a couple on here that involve um, involve a shooting of some kind, like a mass shooting of some kind. We will not be naming the shooter. Sure won't. They had enough attention, and we don't feel like they need any more. I'm not going to speak their name. Mm-mm. Fuck them. Not here. They're monsters. Not today. Let's just get into it. Let's do it. Survived and then died. That's most of these people. Yeah. You know, they had an incident, they survived it, then they had another incident. So the first one, her name is Ye Ming Yuan. Real cute little girl. I saw a picture of her. 16-year-old Chinese student, Ye Ming. She boarded Asiana Flight 214 from Seoul to San Francisco on July 6, 2013. So not too long ago. Not too long ago. On approach, the plane clipped a seawall on the tail section and then burst into Ooh. flames. She lived through that and was pulled alive from the plane. And then she was laying kind of like on the runway. And somehow while they were putting out the fire in the plane, she got covered in firefighting foam. And then another fire truck coming to assist ran over her and <sighs> killed her. Yikes. Imagine like you... <laughs> You survived this whole plane crash just to get fucking right. run over by a rescue truck. She got run over by two. Yeah. Like one ran over, then another one ran over a second time. Poor thing. Her family sued the city of San Francisco over her death and eventually settled out of court for an undisclosed amount. Yeah. You know they got paid. Oh, yeah. For sure. There's, there is footage that shows the firefighters like noticing oh there's a per- a body there mm-hmm. like i don't think they know if she's alive or dead it's not shown but i think there is footage of it but i don't i don't think it's been in public yeah. there's like transcripts there where they're um she's where she's run over by both the trucks oh. and they're like oh she, you know we we ran somebody over oh my god i think they thought she was dead so i think they're like oh well it was a body we ran it over which is still very it's callous still really shitty yeah like and even if it's a dead body you don't run you it don't over don't run over right? it yeah. In an early inquiry by the National Transportation Safety Board, firefighters told investigators they assumed she was dead and they were just like rushing to help survivors. So they're like, look, oh, it's this body, bitch is dead, cares? so I'm just going to rush over her to get to everyone it's else that's ter- alive. Terrible. You know, like terrible. These, all of these stories to me, it's like, when it's your time, it is your time. Yeah. The second one, especially. The second girl. Ugh, oh, God. So her, this girl's name is Jessica. This girl's name is Jessica. Wally, I think. She was like in the media, I think, and she used a different last name, but her actual last name is Gwali. So she was at the food court in Toronto of the Eaton Center Mall on June 2nd, 2012, and she got like a kind of a weird feeling. So she's like, you know what? I'm gonna get this burger. I'm gonna go outside for some fresh air and just kind of relax with my burger. So she goes outside with the burger and just a few minutes later, gunshots ring out. Turns out a man had opened fire into a crowd of food court, killing two and injuring six. She later wrote on her blog, quote, Had I not gone outside, I would have been in the midst of gunfire. I was shown how fragile life was. On Saturday, I saw the terror on the bystanders' faces. I saw the victims of a senseless crime. I saw lives change. I was reminded that we don't know when or where our time on earth will end. When or where we will breathe our last breath, which is 
Especially what comes next. It's just so so sad. Like two months later, not even two months later. Yeah. Jessica was in Aurora, Colorado with her friend Brent. They decided to know what happened in Aurora. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, all right, let's go see this uh, midnight show and the movie The Dark Knight. I think most people know what happened, but yeah. if you don't, a, a man entered. He tossed a tear gas canister, which went off, and then he began shooting. Twelve people, including Jessica, were killed, and 70 others were injured. 58 of that 70 were injured from just gunfire. It was the deadliest shooting in Colorado since Columbine in 1999, and it was the largest number of victims in one shooting in modern history, U.S. history, until the uh, Orlando Pulse nightclub shooting. There, uh, there was one time I was in the movie theater we were sitting there so the friend we're sitting there about to, the movie was about to start and this guy like comes in and he he's like dressed in all black like bulky clothes and he just stands like you know there's stairs leading mm-hmm. all the way up and he just stands like off to the side of the stairs and he's looking real shifty like looking all around and i got this it was right after this shooting mm-hmm. i got that like feeling like fuck like is something about to go down like should I leave and right I'm like look at him and we're looking at him because he he doesn't appear to be like looking for anyone in the crowd mm. he doesn't appear to be like concerned with finding a seat he's just standing there like looking from side to side looking real fucking shifty that's shady yeah yeah it's so shady but then it's like this is such a fucked up thing that we have to worry about like I can't just go see a movie and relax. I I mean, when this happened, and I think Pulse happened not long after Mm -hmm. this, and then, of course, there was that horrible shooting in Las Vegas. Right. Which I actually knew somebody who was there. Same. And so it just made you not want to go anywhere. Not in large large crowds. Yeah. You know, it was so scary. Well, even here in Houston not too long ago, like last week. Yeah, yeah some random yeah. guy killed at the aquarium. Yeah, at the fucking aquarium. Where kids are right. You're just going to have like a cool little dinner, like, like a see family some fish time. with your friends, yeah, with your children. And this crazy guy just it's... opens fire, kills a uh, he kills a guy oh, and yeah. the girlfriend lives. Yeah, but apparently they didn't know him at all. Like it was just random. It's random. It's so. Oh, I mean, it's so shit. It's and things the, that like the world people we live in. in other countries don't have to worry about. I mean, well, yes and no. There are shootings, mass shootings in other countries, but not like we have here. Not the number that we have here, which really says a lot about Americans, I think, and not in a good way. Mm -hmm. That maybe, you know, we're not as great as we think we are. Because America, you know, loves to be like, we're the best in the world, which, first of all, we're not. We're just not. not. Like, it's not a great place here. Okay. I can think of many other countries around the world that are better. They have better quality of life and they're better just everything. Just take care of their citizens way better. Right actually care yeah and their citizens aren't all dicks (laughs) we digress yeah sorry our next story (laughs) look this woman's name is russian and incredibly hard to pronounce luckily kim's brother speaks russian so we got with robert and we were like robert how the hell do you say this chick's name so we're gonna play you robert saying this woman's name or depending how hard the k is pronounced it could be so we're gonna say fm yeah, because we can't pronounce we that. We can't do that. I tried after you sent that to me. I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Mm-mm. Because I would pronounce this woman's name, Fajilu. Fajile. <laughs> Fragile. On June 24th, 2011, a 49-year-old Russian woman named FM, FM <laughs> complained about chest pains to her husband. She was taken to the hospital and then mistakenly declared dead by the, her doctors. And weirdly, look, I looked it up too. I'm like, did they not embalm folks in Russia? Because I really <laughs> feel like they do. They didn't embalm her ass. They're just like, cool, she dead. Let's get this bitch popped in the ground. <laughs> 
So she, they have a funeral, and poor old FM woke up in her coffin during the funeral. She was so freaked out by this. She had a heart attack. Jesus. And so her husband stated, her eyes fluttered, and we immediately rushed her back to the hospital, but she only lived for another 12 minutes. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, this is some rural part of Russia. That, like Nobody embalmed people there. They didn't do like a final check of right? proof of death. They nobody put like, that mirror under uh, her nose. Yes, done. She definitely looked dead, so she probably is. She's dead. Let's put her in the ground. That one, I'm not sure that I believe. Some of these, I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So the next one, her name is Hilda Yolanda Mayol. 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 I don't know. She's Dominican. So Hilda, on September 11th, she was in the ground floor restaurant of the World Trade Center when, as we all know, terrorists flew two planes into the buildings. Hilda, luckily, was able to escape and did not perish. Unlike so many poor other people. Right. Two months later, on November 12th, she boarded American Airlines Flight 587 from New York to the DR to vacation with her mother and her two children. That plane crashed into Queens, killing all 259 people on board. Jesus. I'm These surprised she was able to get on a plane so that soon, soon like after, after surviving that. You know, not that she <laughs> was in final destination, like... After everything's over, they get on a plane like six months later. I'm I like, wouldn't. Don't no. you want me some therapy? Going to the same place? I got some pe- Right. No. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm going to catch a train. What's, it, uh, what's his name? Travis Barker from Link mm-hmm. You know, He was in a plane crash and he mm-hmm. now he refuses. I mean, like, I'm he takes him. tour buses and shit. <laughs> I would be. He takes boats. He doesn't get on a plane anymore. I would be nervous too. I mean, same. Like, I watched people- this movie as. Next week, I'm going to port. I'm getting on a plane like at the end of the next week. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Great. Well, Great. That probably was a bad idea on our part. Yep, a little bit. <laughs> Especially poor baby Cass. Like, she's so afraid yeah. of planes. Like, I used to have a very. You didn't like, you don't like them that no, much. No, I still don't. Yeah. I managed to overcome it because I just love travel so much. But you always have to longest, take like a Xanax or yeah, something. Like, I have you to always take get something. stressed. But for the longest time, I could not even go. To an airport, like just driving to the airport. Really? Yeah, I would. My palms would get sweaty, like hearing the planes take off. Like it was bad. Um, taking off for me was. It's I was difficult. like Alex. Yeah. And um, I don't know what made me overcome it. I think just lots just, of flying, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually really enjoy flying. Like the problem I have with flying is not the the nervousness of actually flying. It's that I'm not a small bodied person, and the seats are small and mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Like, I have long legs, and I'm also not skinny. Like, it's yeah. it's uncomfortable to be crammed into these little seats. seats for so long. You know, I've got long arms and long legs, so my knees are always against the chair in front of me, which is uncomfortable. Like, I can't cross my legs, you right. know? And you're just crammed next to somebody. If I'm lucky, there'll be an empty seat in the middle, and then that's better. You right. Know? But still, it's like, it's uncomfortable just because I'm not small. Right. Otherwise, I like flying. I like the idea that you can leave somewhere and then a few hours later be in a completely different place. Different. I like that. Next up, we've got Jessica de Lima Roll. A 21-year-old Jessica, she was set to go to a nightclub for a party. She had helped organize this party and her boyfriend begged her not to go. Like he was like, girl, please stay at home with me. So she did. She stayed at home. Later that night, the nightclub caught fire due to some pyrotechnics and it killed at least 233 people. That's a lot of people. I remember this one. 
it was like they lit off some fireworks and it something something happened with the fireworks and then it caused a lot of fumes mm-hmm. and so a lot of people died from the fumes and then lot, some people just got trampled because people were you know freaking out so jessica you know she felt like her boyfriend was her guardian angel because he had basically saved her life and she was super happy and thankful to him for asking her to stay at home 10 days later jessica and her boyfriend were killed uh, in a head-on collision with a truck she died instantly and he died uh later in the hospital like a day before his 21st birthday i know so sad so our last one we got one more for you you may have heard of this one marcus garvey marcus garvey was a pretty famous jamaican political activist publisher journalist black nationalist and orator in january 1940 52 year old garvey suffered a stroke which left him largely paralyzed but he lived for a few more months he was still alive so i think it was june one of his rivals because, you know, I guess everybody needs a rival. Trinidadian Marxist George Padmore spread a rumor that Garvey had died. And many newspapers then published an obituary for him. And he read several of the obits. <laughs> and they said stuff that, you know, he died broke, alone, and unpopular. And it affected him so much, he had another stroke and died. Yeah. Set him off. Right? Like, okay, George. <laughs> Like, why you gotta be so such a bitch? There's, I mean, there's more. There's all kinds of ones. Some of them I wasn't sure if they were true or not, so I didn't want to include them, you know? These are ones, like, some of these I found on Snopes. Snopes have been like, yeah, these are actually, these actually Yeah, I remember the uh, Jessica, like, that one. Mm -hmm. Sure, I knew that one. And And the the girl who died at the Aurora shooting, I remember that one. Like, because that's kind of a big... That's Jessica. Yeah. Well, there's two Jessicas on there. Oh, sorry. There's the Brazilian... Yeah. Jessica. And Jessica. <laughs> or I don't, I don't know how they say it. Jessica in Brazil and Jessica in Colorado. That's all like so she, like you, like, yes, I survived this. And right? Then, like, 10 days later. That's horrible. Oh, it's bad. But it's like you said, when it's your time to go, it's. It's your time. It's your time to go, I guess. Unless you figure out the design. <laughs> right. Right. So next week. What are we going to do? We're going to do sleepaway camp. We'll do a little I'm actually kind of excited about this because I think that like cheesy 70s like camp movies are so much fun. That's our shit. Yeah. So this might be fun. Hit our sweet spot, I feel. Yeah. We do love some crazy You know, there's going to be lots of titty. There's going to be lots of bush. For sure. Lots of bush. Just gratuitous titty at all times. (laughs) The most titty you can show, we'll get it. I love gratuitous titty. I know you do. That's your favorite thing. That's my thing. Well, guys, if you want to chat with us, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook. Send us a DM. Slide up in that bitch. We're at Room 237, the podcast. We're also on Twitter at Room 237, the pod C1. Or you could be old school. <laughs> Send us an email at Room 237, the podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Also, tell your friends about us. You like what you hear? Tell a friend. Maybe they'll tell a friend. Helps more people to find us. Yeah. And if you're so inclined, maybe rate and review us as well. If we get five reviews on iTunes, Kim will do a TikTok. Oh, will I? Yeah. I've just decided that you will. Oh, wow. I don't even know how to TikTok. I watch so much TikTok. You love fucking TikTok. I know. I I love to watch it. This bitch is always like, you guys want to do a TikTok? But I don't know how to do a TikTok. Well, someone that knows how to TikTok (laughs) and then include me in their TikTok. (laughs) Ask Robbie. He loves TikTok, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
man. All right, guys. Uh, I guess that's it. We will talk to you next time when we're talking about sleepaway camp. All right. Get your, uh, you know, pack your bag. Get ready for camp because it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Death is coming. Ooh, scary. And you can't cheat it. Clearly. <laughs> As we've proved today. Yes. So, until next time. Bye. Bye.